1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. I'm back. Guess who's back? Back again. Fergus is back. You're not ghetto. Yeah. Uh, Fergus Craig, that's me. I'm back. Uh, Returned from my fourth foreign holiday. Of the year, um, such a dick. Yeah, yeah.
0: in the one percent,
1: I am yeah. part of the elite, joined by Dave Watson,
0: definitely who, not in the one percent.
1: No, who wasn't in the lo- on the last podcast either. No, uh, it wasn't because you were on a following holiday,
0: was it, Dave? Uh, why was it? Well, I, I was kind of on a holiday. I took a trip to Brown Town. I was took uh, it to, right. Okay, let's quickly explain <laughs> what that is,
1: and it's not something racist.
0: <laughs> no, I, I had uh, according to. Uh, a mate of mine who's a GP, I had acute gastroenteritis, which is a nice way of saying uh, I had the shits. Right, the Pretty shits. bad as well. Honestly, it was awful. Okay. I, I reckon I've lost half a stone. Really? Yeah. Wow. It doesn't show.
1: Thanks. Um, so, uh, d- Dave, uh, you've recovered from the shits, though. Yes. Congratulations. Thanks. And um, in between your uh, shits, Uh, We've had uh, two victories Yeah Uh, Congratulations to the lads Yeah If you're listening Um, Did you see that coming, Dave? No Six points from two games I think I said uh, Against two um, Informed teams Informed teams Two teams you would have to say Both uh, vying for at
0: least a Champions League place Absolutely not And I think part of the reason I was expecting us to get like the humping that uh, I predicted before the Liverpool game was because both of those, both of like Liverpool and Spurs, their their successes relied upon uh, endeavour on the pitch, and that's not something we've been matching up until now. We've not been a hard working team. We've just been a, you know, like the, the the game against Norwich and the game against well, the the win against Bournemouth was more you know luck than anything incredible luck yeah and then uh, the the win against norwich was an aberration uh, norwich were awful and we just were unbelievably clinical but these two games we've worked harder in these two games than i've seen certainly since for, well, for years, like we, honest to God, for the grass. really. Well, yeah, yeah, because under under Carver we didn't put any effort in until the West Ham game. Under Pardew, we didn't because we were just a direct counter-attacking side. We didn't really, you know, we weren't pressing all all over the pitch, all over the like for the for the full ninety minutes. Whereas against Liverpool, we did. We 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 restricted them to um, a few half chances and. You know uh we just grounded out against Liverpool, and then like the I think the the difference was bringing on Perez uh in both games was that's that's the difference maker well um
1: the Liverpool performance has obviously been addressed in the last podcast mm. um I do think it was a really good performance that though yeah um yesterday uh at the time of recording it was yesterday uh was pretty bloody good um but it could have been different I mean the first half I don't think it was Great I don't think it no. was bad um, If I looked at Twitter at half time and um, Perhaps because there is You know because of the way uh, Things have been for the last year or so There was a lot of negativity about About that first half performance yeah. Do you think um, one Down 1-0 at half time Do you think that was Fair A yeah. fair
0: scoreline Oh well actually I would say it was Unfair on On Spurs I think he, the, of, the amount of The amount of Like uh, Good saves That Elliot had to make Which he did brilliantly By the way He was yeah. Man of the match um, I think Yeah I think 1-0 was Was about right um, Maybe a little bit Generous to us Because There were some Top class saves And The thing with the, the First half is And I've I mentioned it With a couple of mates Like kind of think that we just allowed them to work themselves out on us like wear themselves out on us rather so i think we we kind of played like a little bit rope a dope like we just let them like we we all of our all of our um outlet was a long ball and a long ball to nothing for for the most part um i think we just gave them the ball too cheaply um, but when they when they did attack to us we just we packed packed the area and just let them I mean, uh, I think I, I, I've written it down, but 13 out of the 20 shots in that game came came from outside the box.
1: Yeah. Um, it was... Uh,
0: oh, what was I going to say?
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying with the old rope-a-dope. Mm. Um, although, if the result had been otherwise, which it could easily have been, you know, if we'd not put away those two chances... Then yeah. It wouldn't look like such a genius plan. Well, but, no, you know, but, but that's the nature of football, yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, but uh, just to speak a moment about Robbie Elliot, while while he's still on the tip of our tongues, um, I think it was like I don't want to do him down, right? I think it was a good performance, yeah, with some good saves, okay. Um, those, and this is obviously not his fault, but they it, all those. The, like I don't know three out of the four of the memorable saves came in about the same 2 minutes okay. one of which yeah, led to a corner which led which to then the he, goal yeah 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 which is not his fault obviously no, 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 not but at all. um I was at the game I was at the game <laughs> Yeah, uh, sat with the uh, Spurs fans which is amazing <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute um and the uh, The one that really stood out for me... I don't think... This is just, again, not a criticism at all. I don't think it was as as spectacular a performance as him against Bournemouth. And I don't think it was as spectacular a performance as him against... As cruel against Spurs a few years ago. No, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. But there was only one of those saves from where I was sat, which... From where I sat, I I just assumed it was in. Right. And then I couldn't believe
0: you'd saved it. Which one do you remember? It was the
1: one that was heading to the top right corner. Was it Ericsson?
0: Oh, okay, from outside the area. From outside the area, and it was heading from. Maybe it was just to do with where I was sat, but I just assumed it was in. Well, the one that. that, um the blue mind wine was the, uh, the the lamella chance where he uh, he broke through and it was uh, it was heading. Yeah. S- I mean, it's centre of the goal. I think they were both a little bit actually. But I know was, what you mean. The way yeah, he took the bar, which led to the, the, ball, which to
1: the, to the col-
0: corner, did, which yeah. led to the
1: goal. So, sorry, Elliot, but you should have caught it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, I honestly, like, the, the, that that save was, that's pure reactions. And yeah. I, I agree. I don't think that the, 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 uh, the, the Elliot performance against Spurs was as good as the Kroll performance against Spurs. Yeah. But... I mean, you can only save what's put in front. Yeah, obviously. Exactly. Yeah, obviously. And, and also, I expect less of... Elliot than I do of Tim Krull because Elliot's yeah. like for all he's had a uh, he, he's not let us down really he's not a great keeper.
1: Well, I, I saw it. I think I saw you mention this on Twitter that like um, everyone was saying, uh, well, a few people were saying, oh, if we'd had Krulling goal, then we would have lost that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: you pointed out, well, we did have Krulling goal at White Hart Lane <laughs> a couple of years ago. <laughs> And we won it because of him. It's funny how like players just become unfashionable with the fan base. Yeah, and yeah, Tim Krull, who hasn't had like the best six months or so for us, is suddenly like
0: uh, you know crisp hands, yeah, or whatever. Which is well, it's like, hands, it, I, which is a phrase I think I picked up from you, actually, Dave. Well, thanks very much. The, uh, the the one that strikes strikes me is uh, Coloccini because Coloccini for the, the majority of this season has been very very poor, yes. and yet the last couple of games he's been better not great but better and uh, they were like the the away fans were singing his name like they were True. wheeling out the yeah, Colachini chant lot, which, yeah. which I haven't heard for a long time and it's like they you're saying
1: they sang Cissé's name as well actually
0: did they? I, did, yeah, I, I, I didn't hear times. that I was watching it on telly I heard them singing Mbemba's name quite a lot Yeah, but I think that's just because it's what a, is the Mbemba song? Um, I was trying to work it, it out it's uh, whoa, Chancel Mbemba! Yeah. Oh, he's our best defender. No, he never gives the ball away. Right. And to a tune that I... Quite I quite like that. I'm atonal. What's the tune? I am, I'm 8 I couldn't okay. recreate it. But, oh, okay. uh, but I was having, like, just, just a, a very quick sidebar. Yeah. I, I think... Newcastle fans need to step up we need to get better chants and we need to start singing songs about our own team and our own players and our own owner like even if we're having a go at Ashley I'm fine with that but honestly we were singing about Sunderland like, why are we singing about Sunderland when we're like losing away at White Hart Lane or even when we were winning, there haven't was still- we
1: always sang about Sunderland?
0: I don't as for long as I for don't as long as, as I like remember going. We've always sung about Sunderland. It's no, just- but it's fine when it's like it's uh, an individual chant amongst a lot of others. But it was the Adam Johnson chant, and it was the Adam Johnson chant quite a lot. I think and- there's a misconception that the Adam Johnson chant is as good
1: as the Roy Keane Wanks' dog chant. <laughs> because Thanks. I never had a problem. As far as I was concerned, the Roy Keane wanks his dog chant <laughs> could have gone on all game, every game. I mean, it was it was even better than the Peter reed has got a fucking huge <laughs> chant. The Adam Johnson chant is, you know, it's all right. So I. I you know, it's
0: a bit dodgy. Yeah, but um, I'd, I'd just like us to have a chant about Perez that isn't recycling the Andy Cole, Andy Cole chant. I'd like us to have a, a chant about Vinaldum that is remotely good. And uh, I just, we've got yeah. enough creativity. But is there, like, I mean, to expand that? Is
1: there an argument that fans in
0: football in general just aren't coming up with as good chants? Well, you say that, but then the um, the Man U fans are consistently good at coming up with chants, and they're consistently right. good at like getting the new chants onto the terraces. Yeah. Everton fans pretty good as well, so I don't okay. know, maybe. But oh. anyway, that was just a that was just a sidebar. Oh, a good sidebar. So, um,
1: like I say, I sat uh, with a couple of Spurs fans, mm. and. Um, uh, we all agreed at half time that they just about deserved to be uh, in the lead. Hmm. Um, the way they were playing, he told me throughout the season, uh, their sort of um, go to tactic was quite interesting. The two central defenders of theirs, um, yeah. Van Alnum, Van- Aldovar and what the fuck is his name? Don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> They're two. they two central yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to say Vinalen, but that's not it, is it? Vemarlen. vermalan Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, right?
0: Vatongen. No, Thank Vermarlan's you. the Arsenal one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, yeah. Ex Arsenal. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. 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 The 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 text just told us as off. Far as far as I'm concerned,
1: all fucking foreigners have got the same name. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, yeah. We well uh, uh, a little extra piece of enjoyment for. Uh, Newcastle fans listening, is that our tech today, Ollie is a Spurs fan. <laughs> so, uh, how you feeling, Ollie? Uh, fine. Good. G- glad you got the Newcastle podcast today. Mm, th- uh, thrilled. Yeah, <laughs> thrilled. So, um, uh, as the Spurs season ticket holder told me, um, those two. Central defenders, I, I still can't say that. Vertongen. Vertongen and. Alder World. Yeah, okay, them two. What they have been doing is controlling a lot of the play, like playing Like long balls, diagonals. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And they played a lot of really good balls in the first half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, sort of, almost like that quarterback
0: role. Yeah. From central defence. And. Um, well, you saw them isolating, in the first half, they were isolating Jan Matt. Um, and it was the like Danny Rose and I can't remember who was out there for for Spurs in the first half. Was it Le Kyle Ma- Walker? No, no, no. On the left on the left wing. I Le can't remember. Anyway, the point is that they were isolating them in the first half. And at, at first, I thought, oh, are they just doing that because our right flank is generally the, the 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 flank that gives us the most joy? So if they peg them back. With these great... I mean, Alderweireld was picking some absolutely out-of-the-world balls down down that side. Was it just to peg them back? Don't know, but... Apparently, that's been their
1: tactic throughout much of the season. Yeah. uh, Knocking in those long balls. And then what happened, when we brought on uh, Perez and then Mitrovic, it was in that order, right? Yeah. When we brought those two on, suddenly they were hassling them Mm. and they weren't able to do that. Absolutely agree um, Is it uh, A stroke of genius The fact that we've, we've just played two teams That are vaguely Similar in their style Like they press right yeah, Liverpool well, and Spurs yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. They, they expend a lot of energy right Yes Is it a um, stroke of genius To not start Perez and Mitrovic Mitrovic mm. And to then bring them on with uh, fresh legs, with half this, an hour ago, with half an hour ago or less, as it actually was yeah. yesterday, um, and uh, and capitalize on the tired legs of the opposing team, or is it basically why is McLaren not starting Perez <laughs> and
0: Mitrovic? Right. So against Liverpool, I think the reason that he didn't start Mitrovic and Perez is because that. Partnership hadn't been working, like they would. They would, I
1: thought it had. Weren't, weren't we all excited about that? When we were there, were. Wasn't
0: that the only thing in our side that was working?
1: Were yeah. we all excited about it? Looked promising, it, but
0: it wasn't bearing fruit, it was to a degree. Sense. I mean, it wasn't, but it we wasn't getting, getting us points. Is the is true, uh, so but like so they were If you ro- were to go through our side, as yeah.
1: like as a non football expert? If you were to go, which I am, right? right? I'm not an expert, <laughs> right? But if you were to go through our side. Yeah. Then I would have thought that that was our strike force duo, Mitrovic and Perez, was the one
0: part of our team that was working. That
1: was working to a degree. That wasn't like embarrassing.
0: So I believe that the, the reason that he switched to De Jong and Cisse is because he wanted more experience on the ball. Uh, and he thought that bringing on De Jong, you'd have a, a leader on the pitch. And we, right. we said it uh, well. The, the lad said it in the previous podcast after the Liverpool game that De Jong was was far more vocal. He was chatting to to the people around him. He was dictating the play. Right. And and also, Cissé, say, full credit to him. He worked his bollocks off. And there is the suspicion that there was something going on in training between Mitrovic. And the rest, that maybe maybe he wasn't yeah. getting on the pitch because of his performances in training or his attitude in training, I don't know. I was but wondering that's about why... That.
1: There's something behind the scenes with Mitrovic. Because on the pitch, he looks like he's got uh, he, he, heart. He's like he, Yeah, but that, that's, that's... And Perez. Like, Mitrovic and Perez, like, on average, our team really doesn't try. That, that's the yeah, reputation yeah. they have, right?
0: They yeah, don't yeah, yeah. Uh, go for it. Whereas Mitrovic and Perez... They bite your ankles. I think the problem with uh, playing Mitrovic is, I mean, we saw it in the first like five minutes. He was facing up against uh, Deli Alli. and um, and I'll I'll apologise to the 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 Spurs fan in the room, but Deli Alli, is a he's got a face he wouldn't tire of smacking. Like he's just an annoying footballer, and Mitrovic within five minutes he's like facing off. And if you start him in a game he's still got that about him, that he could pick up a yellow early doors for something silly like that, and then another yellow 20 minutes later. I think, I was going to bring this up later, like, do you bring on Mitrovic as just an impact sub? And I think at the minute, I think you do. I think you start the game with De Jong, and you start the game with personally... Although
1: you tweeted, De Jong Jong has done absolutely now, you said. But you still want to... I still start, want to start him. I'd
0: start him with De Jong, but I'd start with him. Even though he does absolutely
1: Paris. now, according to you, Dave Watson? Yes. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Because Why don't you start with me then? I'll do absolutely here. now. <laughs> yeah. um, I think in the games coming up, we're going to be playing with more confidence, and I think uh, De Jong will have more time on the ball, and we'll see more from him. But in, okay. the, in, in the Spurs game, De Jong did absolutely Bogger all. He was more except he, for that one shot that uh, Cisse managed to block with his head. <laughs> yeah, apart from that one thing. But I think in the the Liverpool game I think that uh, De Jong was decent in the in the Liverpool game. I think uh, until he went off I think he was uh, he, he he gave the ball away a lot, but he was very instrumental in turning the, the the game the our possession from defense into attack. So what would you do replace Cisse with Perez and keep De Jong? Yeah. I mean, Perez seems really harshly done by, doesn't he? Not I, to be starting. I mean, I think I, I, there was on another podcast, and they said that Perez is one of the most underrated footballers in the Premier League, and it's hard to argue with him. That he's, might be true, although he does seem like he's starting to be rated. Yeah, by those in the know, he's he's a fantastic player. I mean, the the, the reason that he scored against Loris is not because Loris is a bad keeper, because he's absolutely not. It's because you took it early. He didn't give Lloris the chance to set himself. And well, he, he had to take it then, didn't he? Because he was running out of angle. Because no, there are some pe- there are some players that would I'm trying have to bring it back. On to, the to, yeah, third, yeah, they would have tried to turn the defender or whatever. But but Perez has got that knack of just well the confidence just to take it early. It was um, and that's what Vardy does, and that's why Vardy's. What he's got like eleven goals this season already, I think more, isn't something like that. He's a different sort of player. Isn't he? he is, he is, he is. But uh, he takes it early. Is my point, and okay. that's what Perez does. Um, I do still think that
1: was an error from Luis.
0: I think that's. I think the the first goal is more of an error on Luis's part than the second, because the first goal, um, he's already backpedaling by the time uh, Mbemba puts the head on it. And Mbemba stooping like Mbemba shouldn't have been able to shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. g- sorry, get the head to that. Like the the Spurs defense should have muscled him out of the way, or should have made that. Like, cause he, uh, to, to be able to stoop in the six yard box and get a header on target like that, that that's, that says to me that the defender hasn't done his job. And Larice is already backpedaling at that point, and whereas he should either be coming out to to attack the the headed ball back across by Colaccini... Or he should be, I don't know, um, making himself big in front of the Mbemba, uh, in front of the Mbemba, in front of Mbemba, make himself big. I think from now on, Chancellor yeah. Mbemba should be known as the Mbemba. The Mbemba, <laughs> instead of the Chancellor, which is a better name.
1: The Chancellor? Yeah. The cha- What about the Chancellor of the Mbemba? <laughs> <I> mean, that's... <laughs>
0: It's, you just want to put a the in front of every... Yeah, but it's also, that's button.
1: like Chancellor of the Exchequer, so it's a, oh, it's a, right, there's right, a lot right. of pun going The on
0: Warden there. of the North and things like that. It's very Game of Thrones, I like yeah. it. The Chancellor of the Mbember. Yeah, okay. I think that if we can fit it on the back of his shirt, that's sure. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: um, I So, uh, right, where are we going next? I mean, uh, it was, there was a big difference between us... Like I say, before those, uh, before Mitrovic and Perez came on, and after they came on, it
0: was a it was a big difference. I would say that we were getting more into the game um, in the second half. We in the second before half we came, yeah, yeah, straight from absolutely. the. Sec- the but C C-C had a good chance. Yeah, but she didn't do terribly well. No, no, no. no, no really. Like uh, I would say that um, when. As you were saying earlier on about um Aldo Vareld and uh, Vertonghen not having the time to ping those like amazing crossfield field balls, yeah. I think that that movement of Mitrovic and Perez uh, allowed more space to be uh, freed up for Vinaldum and for Sissoko, which is why Sissoko, from nowhere, from about the... Yeah, pretty much as soon as Perez came on, Sissoko started to have... All those You know Those amazing runs Past two or three players And then Janmat started Finding space And he was pushing Further up the pitch Domit wasn't Because he can't But Wijnaldum was taking The ball in the centre Of the pitch And like The, the, the winning goal Wijnaldum receives The ball And lofts a, Like it's There seems to be Nothing on And he lofts That ball forward For, for Mitrovic And yeah. Perez is Gambling on Mitrovic winning That ball He doesn't know What's going to happen He's just He's just hoping that it does. De Jong and Cisse weren't linking up like that in the no. f- in the first. But is that because Alderweireld and Vertonghen at that point were tired? I don't know. I think it's partly that, but I also think the Mitrovic and Perez are confident young. Yeah, 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 It's going to be interesting uh, how how we line up against Aston Villa because we're going to have a lot more of the ball against Aston Villa and our style seems to be, soak up a lot of the pressure and then hit them in the in the final half hour or so. Aston Villa are going, to, are going to either by virtue of them not being very good and also by virtue of them having no confidence and not working very hard for each other. We're going to have a lot more of the ball, which means we're going to have to like, we're going to have to tease them apart. We're not going to be able to they're not going to be stretching themselves.
1: I'd like to uh, give, because I know they're... Um Big fans of the show and listen <laughs> to every episode. I'd like to give a, a bit of a shout out to our defence. Yeah. Um, Danny Rose seemed, on occasion, to have the better of Yanmar, in the mm. sense that just in terms of his pace, I think. Yeah. we yeah, Were yeah. knocking in boards that he was able to run onto, but other than that, the Spurs fans I went with were impressed uh, with our defence holding its line, and in the sense that. Basically, Kane never got behind in behind
0: our no. bat four yeah. in the game, which uh, deserves credit, Absolutely. I, I think. think. I also think it like, I said before that uh, 13 of the shots came from outside the box. Exactly, yeah. 13 of the 20 shots that they had came, came from outside the box. I think that's because... Still, the, that does mean they had seven shots inside the box, which isn't great. Well, is it? no, but it's 65% from outside the box and we, I can't remember how many of those shots were blocked inside the box either. So I don't remember many great blocks. No, there there weren't very many and Elliot seemed, you know, uh, equal to them when they did break through. But I think we're getting used to, uh, those two defensive midfielders only offering us that, do you know what I mean? Like the the, the defense is doing their job now, and c- almost just like accepting the fact we're not going to get anything better from uh, Vernon Anita or Jack Colback than a destructive role. It's a, it's a role that should be played by one player, and we should have another player that's that's creative. Yeah,
1: I still don't get him. Really, I mean, no, I mean, uh, if you had, yeah, like you say, if you had one, if you had Tiote three or four years ago Mm. he could do that role on his own
0: yeah I don't know. Okay. Like, so yeah. so our, cre- our defense does deserve credit, and I think they're working better together now as a unit. Um, I still think we need a more dominant center half than we have, and I still think we need a new, a uh, new left back because Domit doesn't offer very much going forward. There's a few times in the first half he had a couple of chances to, um, he, had, he had a couple of chances to put a, a, a cross in, and the cross that he was putting in wasn't useful, um, and he can't beat a player. And These days Your modern fullback Is got to not only Contribute defensively He's also got to contribute Like Danny Rose Danny Rose was As you were saying He was a real threat That we weren't really handling In the first half That's what we need On the left side And he's someone Who Spurs fans Always get on the back of Is he? Danny Rose Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. And Kyle Walker Which goes along With my theory That Fullbacks always get A load of shit Yes, yes they do Um, So it was Oh oh, here's uh, something else To mention Um, Shearer On Match of the Day 2 last night Was very positive about Sissoko's Performance Dave, were you? Uh, yeah I really was so much shit I just want to defend Sissoko again he, Well He's yeah. not the perfect footballer No but then but you, he's you've handy You've
0: got to You've got to bear in mind For the, the last two games He hasn't got shit Because the last two well, games he did, here, I mean I'm talking about Twitter again oh, But he got like A lot of shit on Twitter But I think I In think, the
1: first half Everyone was like Trying to find a way to Apparently the goal they scored Was Sissoko's fault somehow Oh that's just, that Everything that's was lazy. Sissoko's yeah, yeah, fault
0: That's bollocks. The the trouble is, in the first half, we were very much set up to soak up the pressure, which means that you're not seeing the best from Finaldom or from Sissoko. But because Sissoko's been here longer, you're going to blame Sissoko more. And because you've seen him put the effort in and stuff. Like and,
1: I, and this is not a criticism, it's it maybe just an acceptance that there's stuff about the game that I don't see. But he just seems like one of those players you do not notice no. until he scores or assists. I mean, he just. Yeah I really don't know well, held in he's games
0: hardly ever. He's really really good at receiving the ball under pressure and a couple of quick touches and he finds himself space or he finds himself uh finds a pass to a to a teammate. We're probably he's also not getting the best out of him. No, no, not playing. the minute. I mean, guarantee you stick um uh, Michael Carrick, a uh, uh, Johan Kabay in the centre alongside a uh, Cechtiocio or whomever, you would get so much more from Chini Vialdom. Absolutely, he is he is definitely um, a game changer for us, and he has to start every game, even if he doesn't score or get an assist in a game. He is influential in, he's got, in he's- small almost unseen ways like a yeah. simple touch like there was a lot of times where De Jong was trying to pass around the corner do you know that where, where basically he's receiving it with his back to goal or his back to the, the progress of the thing and it's just a little like 90 degree pass All right around the corner yeah. that, that that sets off a play De Jong was trying to do that and was losing the ball quite a lot when Genie Wijnaldum does it he finds the man right and that's the difference I think that's why we've got to play him and he's got seven goals yeah Goal every two games Or whatever it is I basically. mean that's That's Really bloody good And he's got, he's got an, an assist, assist and we're in one game That yeah. doesn't matter But uh, Well done Genie um, yeah.
1: So I got to watch the game Live Hmm My Friend Sorted me the ticket Didn't even have to pay for it I just got to sit next to him And watch my team beat his For the third Time in the row In the Premier League There's At White know. Hart Yeah yeah At White Hart Lane Is it not called Three Point Lane now Three Point Lane Um <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ollie the Tech Is going mad It was Same as last season In the sense that We were 1-0 down At half time We came back Uh To win it 2-1 With Perez Scoring Getting the, the winner.
0: winner
1: Yeah yeah Uh I love Perez Yeah I Enormously enjoyable hmm. Um For me personally
0: Have you you ever sat with the The home fans? (laughs) Have you done that much? Only once And it was at Leicester And we got absolutely humped Right And uh, we I I celebrated Because we went 1-0 up And uh, I celebrated And uh, the lad that I was with Was like (laughs) Digging me with his elbow Telling me to shut the fuck up And uh, then they just battered us And obviously I didn't make another squeak (laughs) So everybody around me was like Oh it was a a good effort anyway So so everyone knew Yeah yeah everybody knew See I'm uh, I don't have uh, An accent accent.
1: And of course even if I did I have the talent to discuss (laughs) But but, um, So it's easier for me to uh, Hide and I'm maybe not as vocal as you are, Dave. Um. Maybe. But maybe it's the third or fourth time that I've sat with the home fans for a game and I've I uh, I don't in the other on the other occasions I haven't liked it. I remember we lost once at Arsenal and I hated that. But I remember seeing us win at Palace with the home fans. Yeah. And that was okay. But yesterday I loved it. I almost I almost Would have rather Been with the home fans Than the away fans It's just so Because it was A last minute goal Yeah And I was next to An old school friend (laughs) Who's a season Just to like clam I just When we got that Last minute goal I just Because Because it was dramatic Everyone stood up Yeah And
0: there was
1: a lot of noise Anyway Right so it was like Oh oh." (laughs) And I'm going Oh And I just went all over him I just clambered over my mate tried to disguise a genuine smile as a right I can't believe we've lost its smile then put my face in my scarf for ages (laughs) it was absolutely brilliant I loved it I loved oh, I being exactly where
0: I was. <laughs> there is no way I would be able because yeah. Did you? I, I sent you the, the 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 picture on Twitter of um. There's a there's a great photograph of Ayose Perez wheeling away to celebrate, and over his left shoulder is one Geordie in amongst the Spurs fans, two hands up in the air in celebration, just completely like he doesn't care that he yeah. might get punched to. Fuck. he doesn't give a shit. That was... That was I was safe at Spurs. I yeah, they're, very, they're a very genteel crowd at Spurs. Yeah. Oh, well, that's one thing about
1: Spurs. My mate was pissed off about it. He says it happens all the time. It was... So what was it? On, on about 80 minutes, it was 1-1. Yeah. Right? And they... They were spilling out of the ground.
0: Yeah, but eighty
1: like, minutes. I know it's London. I know it's difficult to get home. It's not even London it's one, anymore. But it's like
0: one-one. It's yeah,
1: it I, was a really good game. Second half. It's a, It could have gone either way. Yeah. If you it costs a lot of money to go and watch football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the people in that ground would have been season ticket holders. You're spending like a thousand pounds a year or something. Mm. Most of them. Why if you, you, if yeah. you're spending that money and you're making the effort to go to the game. Why Why are you not Hanging around To see A victory How In the last finishes. 10 minutes yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is Which at that moment Was probably the most likely
0: Event But it, I, I, You can't It's not just London though Like you go and see uh, You go to You watch Anfield Anfield empty Like Jurgen Klopp Actually had a go At them about it And said look You're leaving like 10 minutes early, what, Like we were still in with a shout and all the rest of it. It happens, I mean, Jesus Christ, it happens at Sunderland at about the 60-minute mark when they're 3-0 down. Weird. Well, just, I, I understand I, it when I you're 3-0
1: down. I wouldn't I, do it
0: personally, but no. I still, I, I can understand the but logic But when it's on a knife it. edge, one, absolutely not. One, absolutely one, not. One, weird. And these people who say, oh, it's because I want to avoid the traffic, will then just stay an extra half hour and have a pint with your mate? Like, I don't... Yeah, like, Oh, no if you want to avoid the traffic... Don't go and watch football live because <laughs> Don't go somewhere it just so that. happens if you're going somewhere where there's 40,000
1: people going at the same time, there's probably going to be traffic, mate. <laughs> and football is a 90-minute game, so watch the whole game. If yeah. you're going to pay that kind of money, what's the point? It
0: baffles me. I, I'll never understand it. And they did a survey and they found that the, um, the more you pay, the more likely it is that you'll leave early. So the pl- right, the, the yeah. fans that are going to watch, like, Chelsea and spending, I don't know, like, 90 quid on a ticket or Arsenal and spending 90 quid on a ticket or whatever, they're the ones who are more likely to leave than the kids who are, like, scraping together 20 quid to go and watch it at Newcastle.
1: Well, I guess a the theory about that would be that they're...
0: Um, Twats.
1: Well, they're higher earners and they've got... Uh,
0: oh, this is just foot- what they're up to. shit yeah.
1: to get on with. Well, they've got, like, <laughs> you know, the opera starts at 7.30, <laughs> doesn't it? <they? laughs> Um so uh Oh here's a quick question before yep. we wrap up. It's turning it into a long podcast. It always is when it's just you and me, Dave. Yeah, because we
0: get drunk beforehand.
1: Um so uh the fucking
0: Mitrovic. Yeah who did he run and celebrate with? Because I was there live and I couldn't work it out. The fitness coach. Um, I can't remember his name. It's like or Schoenmaker. Why? Is it uh, they Are they going out? No, they're Is saying... Is
1: there a romance in our
0: ranks? Yeah, it's so sweet. No, apparently they've been working together quite a lot on the... In training. On an album. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, They've been working together quite a lot. It was actually quite sweet because Mitrovich said, um, he explained, oh, I've been working a lot with him in training and then immediately switched back to uh, Elliot and was like, this this." Man of the match award that he was given by the Barclays Premier League on Sky or whatever. He was like, "This isn't just for this game because you've been great for ages, and it's a pleasure to work with you." Oh, and nice. it was just like, "Oh, Mitrovic, you mad bastard! Like, I love you. Yeah. The way you're facing off the Delhi Alley yeah, and yeah, then giving
1: giving your mate a hug. Delhi Ali's apparently to go back to that. Apparently, Delhi Ali's a bit
0: feisty. Yeah, he's got so that's got that was of an inevitable.
1: He's got a sort a of like,
0: Yeah, you know, yeah." That's alright. It's going to happen. So. I think that's part of the reason why Mitrovic doesn't start games, is because he's just he's. I, I love him, and I think he will be a very good player for us. I think he just needs to. I not, mean, when he, he's
1: been starting games, he's been all right, isn't he? In terms well, of he discipline. he
0: kind of like he came on and he swung his arm at uh, I think it was Walker, like within seconds of him coming on, and if it connected, could have been a straight red. Okay. Like well, within was,
1: second, I saw that. And didn't see the swinging of the arm because I was there live. Yeah. But what I saw was immediately uh, we were knocking a long ball that actually stuck. Yeah. Because he's able to do that and Cisse isn't. Isn't. No. And like I've defended Cisse a lot in the past. Yeah. But, and he and he will always have that ability. I think to put away a chance. Yeah but, but invariably ha- he doesn't and then and, what? and he doesn't offer you much Mitrovic offers a lot more mm. as does Perez
0: well what's interesting is Charlie Austin was at the game oh right and it could be nothing and it probably is nothing but it was interesting that he was at the game and he tweeted in defence of Ayazzo Perez when Iarzo Perez picked up the yellow card yeah for um, for for uh, uh, like going in for a shot against, and I think again, I think it was Oliver Eld. Um, it was a comment together, and he tweeted in, in defense of it. I think um, I'd much rather hawk, hawk off uh, CSA for five and a half, seven million, or something like that, to a Turkish club and buy Charlie Austin. I don't think, I'd, yeah. Cause I I'd, I don't think you'd get that for Cissé No, and probably not. I don't not. think you'd
1: get Charlie Austin for that.
0: We could probably uh, No I mean we'd, we'd spend 10 million on Charlie Austin Or yeah. whatever I'd rather we did that Than yeah. than sign Baz Dost Who that we're apparently And also we're apparently back in for that. Andre Lacazette I'd be v- Alexandre Lacazette 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 I'd be, v- I'd, be v- I'd be very very surprised if that happened Well I'll tell you who else was
1: at the game As well as Charlie Austin Was um, Mike Ashley
0: <laughs> Yeah
1: And uh, he celebrated the victory vociferously Yeah Despite
0: being a fat twat,
1: being a Spurs fan, we're always told. Yes, um, and uh, he also supposedly had a really bad week, <laughs> yeah. business-wise.
0: Two hundred and forty um, million. I heard
1: more. I heard like five hundred million. Really? More. But you know, th- th- that's always like
0: it's ethereal. It's it's like it's monopoly money. What well, yeah, is yeah.
1: it's, it's it's not cash. It's a share value, yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, it, you know, that's that could be different in a fortnight, whatever. Um, but he clearly had business-wise a bad week, and there was the Guardian expose on
0: mm.
1: on sports direction. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. And I wonder, are we going to spend money this January? Yes. Okay. And uh, the other. The thing that I'm worried about To get back directly to the football Is that We seem to be I'm worried Are we doing exactly the same thing As we did last season Which was have a terrible start And we've left it a little bit longer And then we get a nice Away victory at Spurs <laughs> And we go on a little run Yeah And uh, Mike Ashley goes. Oh, we'll be all right now. We don't need to spend I th- in January. I, th- I surely I, he's learnt his lesson.
0: Yeah, has he? I honestly think that uh, last season was a bit of a wake-up call to him, and I think that he now knows that uh, you have to. There's there's a lot of rebuilding to do at, at, at St James's Park. I think the deals that we're going to do in January are deals that we've already sorted. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was uh Baz Dost, because he's been on our radar for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if there was, um, oh, God, his name's like Shaka. It's like X-A-H-A-R. I'm, that just sounds like a see random I'm letters, just, mate. Cheating at Scrabble, yeah, but I just I'm sorry. But that, these just just sound like a Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so there's there's these players that have been on the 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 the, uh, the radar for a while. They're the kind of players that we've we were like heavily linked with to sign last window. I honestly think we're going to pick up a couple of players in the window. Uh, players like Joel Matip. Um, uh, there's oh. Uh, pissed. There's there's another one. He's a Dutch centre half whose name escapes me. It's like uh, Hesselink or something like that. I can't remember his name. But basically, no. I I do think we're gonna we're we're gonna um, invest in the in the window. I do think we're gonna kick on. I do think we're still gonna end up about thirteenth to fifteenth, just because we're not good enough and we're too far back to finish any higher. Okay. But the the teams below us are fucked. Okay, well, we'll see. I mean, uh, just very quickly, let's rattle
1: through yeah. the end of it. So quickly, um, bearing in mind the last two results, what percentage chance do you think we have of going down? Uh, 15%. 15%. So it's still higher than it was like a month ago. Yes. Okay. I was at 50% last time. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna retreat. I'm very reactionary. <laughs> I'm gonna retreat to forty percent. Okay. But I still think there's a chance of a terrible run. Run. Yeah. Uh, it would have to be Carver just come out of yeah. a terrible run. Um, uh, uh, Ivan Tony got, has got two goals in two games at Barnsley. So well done, Ivan, if you're listening. <laughs> and uh, on this Saturday, we've got. Uh, the team that you'd want to play more than any other team at home, Aston Villa, which means we're going to lose, right?
0: Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. My prediction, my genuine, not taking the piss prediction, is one-one. That's what I was going
1: to say as well. One-one. I mean, but it's it,
0: because it's because they when m- the fuck are Newcastle are going to get three victories in a row on the bounce, and it's uh, we're just not. We're not going to be able. Yeah, to we do. haven't had two victories in a row for over a year. Yeah and it'll all
1: <laughs> so, the, which is incredible yeah. uh, so three victories in a row mm. and I mean the, they might as well all just retire like <laughs> and it's it's that thing all it's, it's by it's been, a Villa
0: it's, it's all that they're the, the, the talking about after
1: beating Villa that was an unnecessary pun go on
0: if Villa if Villa don't win sorry if Villa lose rather they're saying that's it they're down so that's how they can build themselves up and say we have to win this game to give themselves confidence and get them out of it and all the rest of it they're going to be so pumped up because their next couple of games are like West Ham and Norwich and they're winnable games for any team in the division I would say that they'll look at our like a way to us as an opportunity to get themselves on a run yeah. whereas we after after um, after Aston Villa we've got Everton and West Brom which are two games that we could win or we could lose and it's it's up in the air so there's not that pressure on us having said all I'm that, worried that the, the sorry just uh, I'm worried that players like Sissoko Vinaldum and the others will kind of take their foot off the gas because it's in inverted commas only Aston Villa I really really I th- hope
1: that that's not the case but I fear you might be right I feel like uh it will be a little bit of a test of the team to see where they've got that psychological resolve to put in An effortful performance Against a team That uh, They're expected to beat Mm -hmm. Um, It is a game that's on TV though And that is where we seem to get Our three points this season On those TV games So with that in mind Seeing as you're saying 1-1 I'm going to be a phenomenal optimist And say that we're going to win it 2-1 So um, thank you for listening To the Nata We haven't arranged it yet But I'm very much hopeful That we'll manage to fit in Another Nata before Christmas um, But obviously we're all going To see our families Whom we love um, uh, Do follow us on Twitter At Newcastle Natter. Um, you know, it's we're still not sure about who the rogue tweeter is. I don't know who he is. Someone <laughs> tweeted two one. What a goal! I don't know who tweeted that. Right. So if you're the person who's got our password and is tweeting generic, Banal. I love football <laughs> tweets, then Let's do have let us, a banter. <laughs> do let us know who the fuck you are. Um, <laughs> rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, it does help. Uh, so please do that and um, get involved in
0: the Facebook page get involved
1: in the Facebook page which is a message not only to you but also to me Yeah, because I've never got Dave if you want to get involved in the Facebook page do that
0: am I allowed to because yeah, I get into arguments okay. very no, easily get
1: involved in the Facebook page I noticed today that on the Facebook page we are in the category TV programs <laughs> um, so <laughs> perhaps you can sort that out or if perhaps there is a Newcastle matter TV program on somewhere Um, Dave needs a piss (laughs) Uh, so um, I'm going to keep the podcast going another 20 minutes Uh, no I'm not because I care about Dave Watson's bladder so thank you Dave Watson thank you Uh, thank you Ollie the Spurs fan for checking this episode and thank you to me Fergus Craig
0: goodbye goodbye this is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People Sports Social Podcast Network